it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Welcome to Witness Radio, the only show that doesn't care about ratings, because our sole purpose is to save souls, on purpose. Go to witnesstalkradio.org for more episodes and syndication options. You can also find us on Facebook. Sad news out of Hollywood, as Star Trek actor Leonard Nimoy has died at age 83. Leonard Nimoy, usually better known as Spock from Star Trek, has passed on into eternity. He now goes where every man goes eventually and faces the real final frontier, Judgment Day. What will be his eternal fate? What will be your fate when you die? You're listening to Witness Radio. May I say that I have not thoroughly enjoyed serving with humans. I find their illogic and foolish emotions a constant irritant. Are, are you familiar with who Spock is, Leonard Nimoy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but he died today at the age of 83. I knew he was sick. I was not aware that he died. Yeah, yeah. he actually passed away today, uh, thankfully, in, in his bed at home. Uh, he died from something called COPD, which is something that a lot of uh, smokers will, will get. Um, but what are your thoughts about uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy uh, in general as a person? To be honest, I'm really not all that well versed in Star Trek. Um, I mean, like from like my dad has been and has been and stuff like that. But I personally am not too well versed in the show. Um, but uh, I mean, like I actually I actually didn't realize that that was his name until like like some of the stuff came up. I read about it a couple of days ago or something like that that he was sick. But um, I've heard that name millions of times. So like I know it's like a very 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 well well renowned name. So. Okay, so uh, well, let me ask you this. We, we know that Leonard Nimoy died today. What do you think happens to someone after they die? Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, I believe that there's something more uh, after death, um, but that's not really anything that we know of right now. So, Do you have any type of spiritual background or anything? Yeah, I do. I'm Roman Catholic. Okay. So what do Roman Catholics believe uh, about the afterlife? Um... We know that there is going to be a um, choice to make, which is partially like taken during our life, whether we are going to um, 
choose to spend the rest of our lives with God. Um, but ultimately, that is something that we realize that we have to realize for ourselves um, whether we want to admit it or not. And there is going to be there is going to come a time where we will see um, the face of God and have to make that decision face to face, and um, which has taken course over the course of our lives. Okay, so. Uh the where we go, heaven or hell, is determined on the choice that we make once we get to Judgment Day, right? Um, I don't think it's a choice that you make right at that point. It's something that you have to realize for you during your life. And I think for a lot of people, um, the question gets brought up that, um, well, what if you didn't know um, about all this? And I think it's everybody comes to a realization at some point. And it's at that point that you realize you have to make the decision. Um, and everybody's not perfect, and there's going to be faults along the way. Um, but uh, I think it's, I think it's how much you genuinely tried once you realize that that is a choice you're going to have to make throughout your life. So now, how do you, how how does someone make that choice? I mean, do they do they just say one day, you know, what, I want to go to heaven, and then they're good, they're going to heaven? I don't think so. I don't think it's clear and cut. I think it, I think that works differently for everybody, which is the unfortunate part that it's really, really difficult to discuss because a lot of people um, have different views. And I think there's a lot of people who would say they they know it and like it's a choice they don't want to make. But I think it's something that only we know within ourselves if that's a choice that we are going to make. Um, so I don't know. It's something I've, I'm still contemplating. It's something I've actually been doing just like a lot of my own personal like contemplation over so i actually don't have a solid answer for you for that right now okay well let's see if we can uh help you to figure out uh some of the finer details of of uh christianity and and what the bible teaches uh it actually says that there is a way you can know whether or not you're going to heaven or hell okay and the way that you can gauge where you're at is by using something called the Ten Commandments. Are you familiar with those? Yeah, but um, and we uh, in the Roman Catholic uh, faith, we are not actually based on the Ten Commandments anymore. On um, Sermon on the Mount, there's the talk about the uh, the New Commandments, um, which is uh, the Beatitudes, or not the Beatitudes. I'm sorry, that's something different. Excuse me. Um, but it's um, a, re- a reformation of the Ten Commandments, where it's not a cut and dry, black and white. It's a you know if you're doing something wrong or not. You know it. You can admit it to yourself or not, like whether you're going to recognize it, but you know if you're doing something wrong or not. And I think that that's what's more important to focus on is that um, Christianity and our faith is not a set of rules. It's realizing you know what's right, you know what's wrong. Go do it. Okay. So, well, uh, I'm familiar with what you're talking about. In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus was actually uh, expounding on the Ten Commandments, yes. one one of the things he said was, uh, uh, "You have heard it said of old, you shall not commit adultery." That was a commandment. Yes. But then he goes further. He says, "But I say to you, whoever looks upon a woman with lust mm-hmm. has committed adultery already in his heart." Mm-hmm. So that's not saying, you know, it's not really taking away that one. It, no. It's just expounding on it, making it uh, more fine tuned, and showing you uh, the exact level of, of holiness that, that God is requiring. So let me, what was your name one more time? I'm Jack. Jack, let me ask you real quick, how are you doing with that one? Uh, not as well as I should be, and I'll admit that. Okay, so you've lusted? I have. Okay. I, I have two, just so you know. All right, so uh, another one that he talked about was uh, do not murder. But then he said that if you uh, just hate someone or you speak angrily towards them without cause, then you're guilty of murder. Yes. 
What about that one? Have you ever hated someone or spoken angrily towards them without cause? I have, and that's something that, I mean, obviously, like, with, there's, everybody's at different points with all these different things, and um, that's something that I've realized and started working on a long time ago is um, the whole hating thing, and I think it's, I think, I think it really becomes hate when you realize that um, you're, uh, that you're feeling like that towards somebody and you keep going on it, and that's something that I've been working on for a long time, um, and I think I definitely have done a lot better, and if I ever do get thoughts about something like that, I remind myself that's not, that's not what I'm about. Okay. And then there was one more thing that Jesus said. It was in John uh, chapter 3. Okay. And this one, i got to say, is the most profound one. It's not really part of the commandments, but it, it was really profound. He said, uh, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God or heaven. So what does that mean? Um, I would prefer not to answer because that's something that I've been thinking about for a while too. Um, and not just, I'm not saying that as a cop out. It's something I do not feel comfortable giving an answer for yet. Well, would you mind if I tried to explain it to you a little bit? Okay. Okay. So being born again, uh, when Jesus said that, he wasn't talking about like reincarnation or something like that. Mm. He was talking about a spiritual birth. Uh, according to the Bible, uh, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, they brought a spiritual death upon the world, a curse. Mm. And uh, Jesus said that you need to be born again in order to be saved. When he was saying you have to be born again, uh, he also uh, went into the details. You need to be born of the water, uh, physical birth, and of the spirit. So you have to be born uh, of God in order to have eternal life. And the way that he said, excuse me, the way that he said we have to do that is, let's get out of the way, is that it's not by something of our own merit or something that we ourselves can do. It's something that God does for us. It's a gift that he offers to us. You know, uh, you're Roman Catholic, so I'm sure you, you know about... Uh, Jesus dying on the cross, rising again, uh, defeating death and hell. Well, when he did that, he was offering the escape route for from hell for for people who will receive it. Now, uh, to go back to those commandments real quick, you know, you admitted that you're an adulterer and a murderer at heart, according to God's standard. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that adulterers and murderers will not go to heaven; they'll go to hell, or at least they deserve to. Yes. By that standard, everybody is guilty, right? Yeah. So listen, when Jesus died on the cross, he wasn't dying because he deserved to die. Mm -hmm. He was dying because you, Jack, and I deserved to die. Mm -hmm. He died, he took our place. He was our substitution, our sacrifice on our behalf. The Bible says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Mm -hmm. And it had to be a perfect sacrifice. That's why Jesus died on the cross. And he was perfect, sinless, uh, never... Uh, committed adultery, never hated. Uh, but when he did, when he rose again, he he uh, told us that if we want to see the kingdom of God, that we need to repent. We need to turn away from sin, our sinful desires, our sinful nature, and turn to God by putting our faith, our trust in Jesus Christ alone and what He did on that cross. Now, does that uh, kind of make a little bit more sense with the born again thing? Yes, it does. Okay, so. Jack, uh, one more question. When do you think, uh, knowing that 
it's not by your own merits, not by your own deeds that you can get to heaven, mm. but it's through what Jesus did on the cross. And if you put your trust in him, you can be saved. You can go to heaven. When do you think you're going to do that? When do you think you're going to turn away from your sinful nature, your sinful desires, and turn to God and put your faith in him alone? Put your uh, trust in Jesus Christ alone. When are you going to do that? Well, I, and that's something I've been thinking about too, is like I always hear about the whole like put your like faith and trust and stuff like that. And I've been, I've been trying to figure out what exactly it means to do that because I always hear that, but sometimes I'm just not sure what that means. And that's something I'm trying to think about. Um, it's, it's something I, I try to try to do daily and it's something I fail on. Some, some days I, some days I go without, um, like, being hateful or um like different well adultery that's nothing going on right now with that so or so that's good um but uh let me try to uh uh go into that a little bit more um you know once we are saved it does not mean that we will never sin again Mm -hmm. um in fact first john chapter one talks about that it says that if you say you have no sin the truth is not in you, that you're a liar. But it says that if you sin, if you slip up, if you fall into sin, we have an advocate, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, with the Father. We cry out to him, we seek his forgiveness, and it's all washed away. In fact, when we repent and we place our faith in Jesus Christ, our sins are washed away past, present, and future. So there's, you know, even if we sin today, but we got saved yesterday, it, it doesn't get rid of our salvation. We, we're still saved. God's grace and mercy covers us. But we should still be repentant mm-hmm. or sorrowful, sorrowful for our sins. You know, Not just sorry that we've sinned against someone else, but sorry that we've sinned against God. The uh, Bible talks about there are two kinds of sorrow, two kinds of, uh, of sadness that you feel for your sin. There's a worldly sorrow, just feeling sorry that you got caught or feeling sorry that you hurt someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. And then there's a godly sorrow. Um, Like King David, uh, when he sinned with Bathsheba, he said in Psalm 51, um, I'm drawing a blank on it now, but he he was basically um, saying, I've sinned against you and you alone. Um, Joseph, uh, when Potiphar's wife was trying to uh, get her to sleep with him, uh, or get him to sleep with her. Uh, he said, how can I do this thing and sin against God? Mm. Now, granted, he was going to sin against Potiphar if he did it. He was going to sin against Bathsheba, or uh, Potiphar's wife if, if he did it. But he was more focused on sinning against God. And that's the kind of repentance that you need, the godly sorrow for your sinful desires. And you're still going to, have that temptation to sin once you're saved but you no longer are going to love the sin that you commit mm. you know when, when you commit that sin you you should be indwelt by the holy spirit and immediately feel oh man what have i done i've sinned against god you should be regretful you should be sorrowful and you should turn from what you've just done and, and seek god mm. Uh, so that, hopefully that explains it a yeah, little no, bit. More. That definitely helps a lot. Okay. So, um, any last words before I close the interview? 
Uh, not really. Um, one thing I do want to say, just in general, um, I do not claim to be any authority for the Roman Catholic Church um, at all. Um, I just want to make that clear. Um, and I don't try to be. I, I do not have enough um, enough education or anything like that. And a lot of things are like just my personal beliefs and stuff like that. But um, so that's all I wanted to say. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people rast and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, and say the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few? At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. Ratings. We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan Muriak. <coughs> but we like Ryan. <coughs> We do! Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. Live long and prosper. All right, guys, we're on the campus today. We're asking people about Leonard Nimoy, also known as Spock. He died today at the ripe old age of 83. What are your thoughts about Spock? Um, uh, he was a really, like, a lot of people really liked his character. Everyone thought he knew him as the uh, as Spock, and he always did this. Um, the live long and prosper yes. symbol? Yes. And, uh... I don't know, it's pretty sad. Uh, he was also um, one of the main characters in, yeah, I don't know. A uh, visionary character from one of the uh, really groundbreaking science fiction shows of uh, these last years, a while ago, but you know. Uh, and you know, I think it's a good thing he lived long and he prospered. <laughs> I, I knew someone was going to put that into one of the interviews today. So, let me ask you guys, what do you think happens to people after they die? Uh, I've spent a lot of time debating this, and I'm not really sure yet. Okay. What about you? Um, I don't know. Same thing as him, but uh, I think maybe, you know, probably went to heaven, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Why do you think uh, maybe he went to heaven? Uh, he was a good guy. He he made a lot of people happy, and I don't know. That seems like something worthy of going to heaven for. Okay. Do you guys think uh, when you die that you'll go to heaven? Uh, that would be ideal, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I'd like to hope so. Do you guys think that there's a way that you can know whether or not you're going to heaven? Uh, no. I think it'll just be something that happens or doesn't happen. and it'll hap- If it happens, we'll know then. But I think you should have a good idea, judging by your actions when you live. I think that should dictate what happens, so I think you should have a good idea. Okay. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions real quick, and we'll see whether or not you guys are going to heaven. Because okay, I've got the inside scoop. I, I know who goes and who doesn't. Uh, roughly. You know, I'm not God, so I, I don't know exactly. But uh, first question, how many lies have you guys told in your whole lives? Say that again? How many lies have you told in your whole life? Rough estimate. Uh, 37, maybe 38. Oh, okay. I'd say about 100. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. What do you call someone who tells that many lies? Uh, a liar on an occasion. A liar. Okay. He was more honest than you, so yeah, I, I agree that his his was less than yours. 
Double burn, I know. <laughs> All right, next one. Have you guys ever stolen anything, even something small? No. No. You guys sure? You're liars. You already admitted that. So think about it. Have you ever done anything that would be considered stealing? Illegally downloading movies or music online or uh, slacking off at at work? Can't say I think of anything that's specific. Uh, I don't think so. I can't. Not really. All right. I'll let you guys slide with that one. One more. Uh, There's a commandment that says you shall not commit adultery. But Jesus took it a step further. He said, whoever looks with lust has committed adultery already in his heart. Have you guys done that one? Possibly. Yeah, I'd say that's a definite possibility, probably. You surely are a liar, sir. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think every uh, red-blooded male, uh, if blood is flowing through his veins, is guilty of that one. I know I am. Okay, so based on your answers, guys, You've admitted to me that you're lying adulterers at heart in God's eyes. Okay? If God were to judge you based on that standard, do you think you would go to heaven or hell? Probably hell then. Uh, I think I'm a shoe in for heaven at this point. You're a shoe in for heaven at this point? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Why do you think you're a shoe in for heaven? A lot of reasons. Uh, you know, I'm generally a pretty good guy. I don't steal, you know. I don't, I don't murder. I'm like this guy over here. My bad. I'm not supposed to talk about that. Okay. Well, you know, Jesus said that if you just hate someone or speak angrily towards them without cause, then you're guilty of murder. Have you ever hated someone? Uh, not without cause. Not without cause. I didn't say without cause. Be angry without cause, but hate someone, it doesn't matter. You shouldn't ever hate someone. Uh, does it count if I used to, but I don't hate him anymore? No, you still did. Uh, then yeah. Okay, so you're a murderer too. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> so, based on that, guys, uh, do you, you, you think you're going to hell. You think yes, you're... On the edge. On the edge, okay. Bible actually says that liars will not have their... I'm sorry, liars will have their part in the lake of fire and murderers adulterers will not inherit the kingdom of god so based on the bible uh which is where i got the standard from the ten commandments you'd both be going to hell does that concern you at all uh i think it's something worth worrying about later on i don't know no why no uh i'm jewish so i don't believe in hell okay well so you think you want to worry about it later, and you don't believe in hell. Okay. Two things. One for you. When are you going to die? Ah, uh, never know. Do you think you have time to worry about it later? No, that's why I said worry about it later. Something you shouldn't worry about. Just when you're there, it'll happen. It's whatever. But, I mean, if you had the opportunity to escape hell because you're worrying about it now... Wouldn't that be a good thing? I mean, I guess. I don't know. And going going back to you, Mr. Jewish guy. Imagine that you don't believe in buses. And you go to walk across the street and there's a bus coming at you. You are not fast enough to get out of the bus's way. But you don't believe in buses. The bus hits you. You die. It doesn't matter if you believed in buses or not, did it? No. Same thing with hell. So listen, 
there is a way for you guys to escape hell. Okay. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to this earth. He was perfect, sinless, and he was God in the flesh. He lived a perfect life. He never sinned, never lied, never looked with lust, never hated anybody. And then he died on the cross, not because he deserved it, but because you deserve it and I deserve it. Okay? He died to pay for your sins and for my sins. And he rose again on the third day, defeating death and hell. And he offers you guys eternal life. He says, you can escape hell, but there's a catch. Do you guys know what the catch is? No. No. Do you want to know what the catch is? Maybe. Sure. Okay. Well, here's the catch, guys. He says you need to be born again. And the way you can do that is by repenting or turning away from your sinful desires, your sinful nature, turning away from it, and placing your trust, your faith in Jesus Christ and him alone, what he did on that cross, to pay for your sins. No one else has ever been willing to die for you. And no one else could pay that fine. It had to be a perfect sacrifice. We've all sinned. All of us. So... This guy could not die for you to pay for your sins, and you could not die for him to pay for his sins. You're both guilty. Your, your, your payment would not be perfect. But Jesus' payment was. And he says if you turn from your sins and trust in him alone, you can have eternal life. What do you guys have to say about that? Sounds interesting. Interesting. Knowing that if you turn from your sins and put your trust in Jesus Christ, you can have eternal life. When... Are you going to get right with God? When are you going to do that? Uh, maybe next Wednesday. I don't know. Three o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> what happens if you guys both die tonight? I guess we're screwed then. Uh, it'd be a definite bummer. I agree. I agree. It would be a bummer. I encourage you guys to think about these things. Go to the Bible. Read the book of John. And ag- See if these things are true, uh, but it, it's the God's honest truth. And, and I hope you guys will, will think about these things and do what God says to turn from sin to trust in Jesus, okay? You're listening to When There's Radio. Who doesn't love a little Ohio fire? Now that's the Ohio Players Fire. I'm talking about OhioFire.org. Striving for Eternity's Ministries puts on great conferences around the country. April 9th through the 11th, Columbus, Ohio. Not only will the gang from Striving for Eternity be there, but the gang from CARM, you know Matt Slick and the gang from Christian Apologetic Resources Ministries. Sign up for Ohio Fire at OhioFire.org. Cannibalism is okay as long as you're not actually hurting somebody. Wouldn't eating someone hurt them? I'm trying to do the best I can. There's only one way to have your sins forgiven. As born-again Christians, part of our duty is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or have never witnessed before, Witness Radio has something for you. Tune in next time to strengthen your faith and learn how to defend it. Go to witnesstalkradio.org. That's witnesstalkradio.org. I'm not sure if he practiced his faith, but Leonard Nimoy professed to be Jewish. Since he was part of God's chosen people, then, does that mean that he's in heaven? Sadly, if Mr. Nimoy did not turn from sin and place his faith in Jesus Christ alone, then the answer 
is no. Jesus said in John 14:6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So what about the people that died before Jesus came? They had faith in the promised Messiah. Hebrews 11 goes into more detail concerning this matter, but in regards to the Old Testament saints, the Bible says, These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar. Hebrews 11.13 Just because someone has Jewish blood in their veins doesn't mean they'll go to heaven when they die. John the Baptist even warned, Therefore, bear fruits in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham for our father. For I say to you that from these stones God is able to raise up children to Abraham. If you are trusting in your lineage or anything else to get to heaven, you're going to hell. Acts 4.12 makes it clear, There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. You must trust that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Once you do this, once you put your trust in Jesus Christ alone, you will truly live long and prosper by receiving the gift of eternal life. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.